it's that one most important thing that parents just don't know. And welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car every week with you to help you raise a confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. There's a secret in sexuality education. Now, it shouldn't be a secret. It doesn't need to be a secret. But I think it's a secret because uh, most sexuality educators aren't thinking this way. And this is the one most important thing that parents need to get their head around because if we could get our head around this one thing, everything would flow easier for us. Everything would be simpler for our kid. All the information and all the connection that we want to build with our young person is going to flow from this one thing. And this one thing is not age-appropriate conversations or age-appropriate topics or what to say at what age for your kid. And it's not what's the right language to use with my kid depending on what age they are or depending on what other people around me are using. And it's not how to stop our kids speaking to the other kids at school to make sure we don't piss off their parents because that, that family is not having the conversations we're having. And it's not, the one most important thing is not how to make sure we don't damage our kid by saying too much or not saying enough or speaking in front of younger kids when we have older kids. It's none of those things. The one most important thing is that we as parents start from a place of consent for ourselves. That we start from a place where we are not pushing ourselves to do something we don't want to do. Think about it for a minute. In no other area of anything to do with sexuality, do we think it's okay for one person to push another person into doing something they don't want to do? It's not okay for me to tell you who you want to kiss. It's not okay for me to tell you what sort of sex you want or you should have. It's not okay for me to tell you even how to do that or where to do that. And that is non-consent. Someone telling someone else what to do. But sexuality educators and a lot of the press have been saying to parents for a long time, you should be having these conversations with your kids. Your kids need you to have these conversations with them. And if you're not doing it, then uh, you should feel guilty and you should feel ashamed because you're not the parent they need you to be. And I call bullshit on that because the one most important thing that parents, me included, can get our heads around that will make a huge game-changing difference to our kid is that we do not need to push ourselves to do this thing. We do not need to push ourselves to have these conversations with our kids. And we shouldn't push ourselves to have these conversations. Because then at the root of it, at the root of our attempt to create connection and to create understanding between us and our kid is this feeling of being made to do it against our better judgment, against our feelings of fear and anxiety. And that's just wrong. Just imagine that your kid was at their first disco and something feels wrong. Kissing someone feels wrong but they're doing it anyway because everyone around them is saying this is the right thing to do or the person they're kissing needs them to kiss them 
for their own health. Would you be angry that your kid was put into this position? Absolutely yes. Of course you're going to be angry. And so why aren't we angry that we as parents are put in that position too? We are being forced to have these conversations and it goes against our feelings of not, of not being safe. So here's the one most important thing. Yes, the research says that young people do better with one caring, approachable adult that they can talk to about sexuality, relationships, consent, puberty. When kids have positive conversations with someone they trust, those kids have a better time of growing up. That's true. But it is equally true that as a parent, we need to learn how to treat ourselves with consent, particularly in this area, to model to our kid what consent looks like, what self-care looks like, what self-respect looks like, what self-compassion looks like. Because when we can model that, when we really understand what it feels like to treat ourselves like that, we can show our kids. Our kids can learn from what we do. And that is where the power comes. That is where the richness of connection builds. So the next time that you feel like you have to start a conversation, stop and notice and allow yourself the opportunity to say no I don't want to have this conversation it doesn't feel right and that is the most important thing that parents haven't been told and that's sitting in a car for another week where I've wait there's more I forgot to say the most important thing. I'm running a workshop on November 16th about this very thing, about self-consent. Because when we as parents can get the foundations of self-consent right, that is where everything will start changing for us in our parenting, particularly around comfortable conversations about bodies, puberty, sex, relationships, babies, the whole thing. So have a look for a link. It'll either be below or above. It's going to be two hours with me on a Saturday around lunchtime and we're going to get to talk to each other. Not just me doing this like one directional conversation. You will have the opportunity to ask me questions and really get down to the nitty gritty of what is happening in your family, what is making you feel uncomfortable and what are the things that we can talk through together to make that easier for you. Because when it's easier for you, it's going to be easier for your kids. And that's what we're all here for, right? to make our kids' lives easier in the long run, to get them connected to who they are, to get them understanding how they can stand up for the things they need and want, and how to keep themselves safe in the face of other people's pressure on them to do things that they might not want to do. So that's sitting in a car for another week. Bye for now.